Hello. Why you start the episode off like that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm awkward. I'm weird. I don't know. It's just like, you know, what? how else do you start it off? What's up, y'all? What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you start the episode off. Oh, wow. Welcome back. Who? Welcome back. Oh, <laughs> I'm like I said, black and back at the same time. I I'm here for it. I'm black. Like, black. <laughs> Did I say right? I don't know. Welcome back. Hey y'all. <laughs> to black girls and lots. Boom boom. They go your intro. That is my intro. <laughs> so, how are you doing this fine evening? Girl, I'm good. I guess. Popped your lips very loud. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> these people at the at these like companies are really trying me, as far as my interviews go. Why? They called me in for a ten minute meeting. <laughs> After a fifteen minute interview over the phone. I swear to God, they wanted to know if I was black. And then they found out I was black. Did you follow up with them? Shit, no. Yeah, you're supposed to follow up. Well, yeah, I'm going to follow up. I was going to call them. I was supposed to call them today. I'm calling tomorrow. Why don't you just send an email? Okay, I'll send an email. Yeah, when did you have it? Monday. It's yesterday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So it's still within 24 hours. Did you not learn anything? Tempest, didn't you already establish that if you Did were you not have... in the business? If you went to Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois, if you did not graduate at the Foster College of Business, you don't know diddly squat <laughs> <laughs> about the interview process, the job process. Matter of fact, I feel like a lot of people don't know nothing because a lot of people lack work etiquette yeah I mean I mean y'all can do simple simple google searches it's plenty of people out here telling y'all what to do how to do it it slipped my mind to send an email why because I was so goddamn confused first off he told me that they were going to get in contact with me by noon so that's what I was looking for okay and then noon the next day you should have emailed them and was Mm -hmm. like just following up yeah. I was told I was going to be contacted yesterday at noon. I want to see what next steps were. You're right. Mm-hmm. I am right. Well, I mean, when I got off work, but yeah, you're right. I am right. I just said it. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to say? You just gonna sit there dumbfounded? No. I ain't got what I'm going to say. I know I should have did that. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I should have graduated from Post College of Business. Absolutely not. Wow. I wouldn't have graduated college shit. <laughs> First off, that building was hot as fuck. It was either hot or cold. Girl, I only been in there while it was hot. Because you went to my favorite room and I like to be warm. Yeah, the hot as hell. So first <laughs> off... I would have failed because of that first reason. You would have passed because all the classrooms were cold. It was literally 30 degrees every day. Girl, I don't believe that. You have a heating blanket. A blanket that is designated to heat your body. I have never even heard of that. 
You ain't never heard of a heat blanket? No, absolutely not. Are you not. serious? I'm so serious. Girl. 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 Grow I, up. I've heard of a blanket. <laughs> I'm so serious. Grow up. When you said, oh, I got this heating blanket. I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, girl, I had to see it for myself. Grow up. <laughs> I've had about three in my whole entire life. Girl, if I would have known about it, I would have gotten my mom one. <laughs> so she could stop putting, blasting the thing to 84. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night two nights ago, and the the thermostat was at 84 degrees. I don't know what is wrong with these people. Was, wait, what? 84. It was set at 84. <laughs> the temperature was at 85. I don't know what's wrong with them. I'm like sitting here sweating. No, listen. I get hot easily. So, yeah. No. Girl. Girl. <laughs> Girl. I don't know who wants to sit in 85 degree weather though. I don't go that far. I'll go as far as heat and blanket. Um, that's about it. At least you like only. At least you only make yourself hot. Yeah, that's. The I goal. will say that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Because when you first moved, I and I thought about it, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit at her house. <laughs> no, no. So, so I like it to be comfortable. I like it to be cold so I can be, like, bundle up. Yeah, see. That's what I like. I just like to be, you know, cold. good. I'm not cold. I feel good. You walk around in the winter without no coat on. You had a jacket in the Chicago winter. This has been the coldest I've ever been in my life. Girl, well. <coughs> you ain't got to get used to it. You be gone soon. Hopefully in five more months. I haven't been here six, almost seven. <coughs> but if not, 17 more months. Talking about if, wow. Okay. I'm serious. I know. LA, please, please accept me. Invite me to y'all cookout. That's where I want to be. Every day. I do not like the greater Chicago area. I really wish I was living near Chicago, like on the border. You know, in this, I, I want to sleep in the suburbs, but I want to be able to go party in Chicago, if you know what I mean. If you catch my drift. Mm. I want to sleep safely, but live on the edge of danger. <laughs> I'm so serious. I know. I'm trying to party with my hood rat friends. There you go. Call Sherrod up. Wow. That's my sister. God bless her heart. (laughs) And her 5%. I'm serious. Her 5% what? Of a profit. Okay. You know that's going to save. For his college fund. Girl, she irritated my soul this morning. I don't know if she can... Mm. Um, We're not going to diss nobody. But <laughs> let me tell you something. I want to go um, see Black Panther again. Oh, where are we going to go? I would like to go for this weekend. How many times have you seen it? Twice. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. It was so... I want them to take all my money. You know, as you said. <laughs> I just spent about $70 on this Black Panther movie thus far. I don't know if I spent that much. I'm trying to get to 200 by the time at least theaters. And then I might buy like three of the movies. Like I'm going to buy a DVD. 
mm. through iTunes, and then I'm gonna give me that young Amazon Prime whenever I give me an extra fifty dollars because I'm gonna use that student discount. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna buy it through Amazon Prime. So I don't make that much. So you know, maybe I'm aiming for like fifty dollars. It's it's No, but I'm definitely going to buy it on DVD. I'll probably buy two DVDs. One um, that isn't packaged and then one that is. Keep it in the in the plastic. Are you going to keep it so you can sell it for what it's worth? What? A million dollars? That's the best movie in the world, girl. <laughs> it was so great. It was so great. It was. Girl, my nephew was walking out talking about some, I want to be Black Panther. I want to be Black Panther. I was like... Baby, you can be Black Panther if you want to. Girl, you gotta learn how to act first. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn how to act. Girl, oh, literally man. two seconds after he said that, homeboy was running down the street. <laughs> so, before we talk about the movie, so why somebody at work yesterday told me that they haven't seen the Black Panther movie yet, but somebody told them that I guess the main character or someone in the movie was basically... I was going to say, why do I feel like this is about to be disrespectful? It is. <laughs> was basically Donald Trump. Huh? I was like, what? That don't make no sense. I was like, actually, uh, quite frankly, the opposite. Because if anybody... If I could see like y'all correlating Donald Trump to anybody in the movie, it would be my, my daddy... Michael Bay Jordan. How? Just because of his extreme viewpoint. Yeah, okay. But I, but I like, feel like that's a, a... That's a reach. Yeah. But I told her, I was like, no, but if there was anybody in the that I could see, it would probably be Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I don't agree with that anyways, because he was the victim. Girl, so he my was, whole thing The way is, he just wanted to approach it was bad. My whole thing is Donald Trump is a Caucasian man. And everybody but the three characters in Black Panther was black. So I don't see the comparison first off there. Who was the third person? Well, you know, you had the claw guy and then he had like a backup person. One of the backup people, he was Mexican. The other one was white. And then the the CIA guy, so three. Oh, I didn't know the backup guy. I wasn't paying that much attention. I wanted to count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the lady in the beginning. I mean, okay, a handful of white people, but everybody was black. So, yeah. Stop stop reaching. Just don't reach, you know. The movie was great, and the story behind it was great. Like, not saying that I particularly agree with the way Michael Bay, Killmonger, was carrying out you know his his revenge mm-hmm. his reparations yeah we talked about this <laughs> we did um but he is justified no oh, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. but when we talked about it, we weren't talking about if he was justified it was like um his well first off it was that article where he said that he wasn't the that wasn't the movie we deserved and then it was um then we went to talk about 
his goal. Like his, I feel like his end goal was something that I would love to see happen. But the way he would go about it, I don't feel like he was politically savvy. And you said you do. Mm-hmm. I still and do. I know. And <laughs> I have I seen you change your mind. No. Okay. I had to think about it. There you go. Um. But I changed my my on Kendrick. I was just thinking. I swear to God. But you know. But I don't think you really had a very strong opinion about him in the first place. Like I did. not I thought he was just there. Yeah. Right. So not really an opinion. So no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. But I don't feel like he's very politically savvy i feel like that was the major flaw i feel like he was a mil- like a military minded person but you said that you can be like a in the military have a military like mind and still be politically savvy yeah you need it well you don't need it I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say that because I don't think everybody who is in the military has, like, I mean, no vision. I mean, he had a vision. I just don't think that it translated enough to be, for him to be political. Said, well, he he was because, first of all, he knew our history. He knew what black people went through like mm-hmm. in the beginning he said do you think your ancestors paid a fair price for this when they they stole us right they mm-hmm. raped us yeah, absolutely y'all amen pray for it <laughs> um so i feel like you have to be politically savvy because you have to know like where you came from mm-hmm. what has happened and what's happening today, and that's why he wanted his reparations. Yeah, I understand. However, I don't feel like I don't feel like the two go along with each other. Like I feel like the Black Panther, to T'Challa, was <laughs> was um. And he's fine too. Oh my god. Girl, I can't believe he's 40. Hold on, just side note, I want to say all them black men. In that movie. Beautiful. And then all them black women in that movie. Beautiful. Oh my God. Amen. Listen, Lupita, gorgeous. Oh my God. Deny. What's the Shuri name? Oh no. Sure. <laughs> but beautiful and I love seeing them together. Like I follow Lapita and I'm thinking about following my girl when like the entire movie I was like, she is cold. She is the shit. She really is. So deny? Mm-hmm. She is. She played um Tupac's mama too. I know. She and she was the shit actress. in that movie she too. She was the best part of the movie. When you said it, I'm like, hold on. Because like in my mind. Like, it didn't even register to me that she was acting. It just felt right, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, she damn, that bitch is bomb. She is amazing. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I love and her. then the way they wearing those colors on their red carpets and stuff, those emeralds and those red, girl, I almost died. <laughs> died. <laughs> Look, Lupita keep me updated, okay? She be letting me know what's happening. And happy birthday to T'Challa's little sister, girl. Her birthday just passed. Shuri? Yeah. Girl. Ain't she 25? 
I don't know how old she is, but I really enjoyed that movie both times, even though my nephew fucked up the second one, but that's okay. What did he do? They still took our money, and I'm good with that. Girl, I took him out because um, I was going to get some to refill his popcorn, mm-hmm. and he just ran behind me. I told my mama no, but she let him go. Girl, and he would not walk into the theater. Like, he wouldn't walk back in. Y'all would have left him. I did. <laughs> But I just went to tell my mom because I tried to force him in there. He's ah, like screaming to the top of his lungs. I'm like, what do I do? And I, I just stood there for like a good minute, like a good minute. And I said, you ready? He said, no. I said, well, come on. And then he screamed. So I went. I was like, mama, he won't, he won't come. Like, go get your grandson. But girl, we was out there for a little while. I wouldn't have missed that much of that movie for him. Yeah. That's why I feel like I only saw it one time. But it wasn't that long. Because, I mean, it's over two hours. Like, you know, a couple minutes. But, yeah. I still wouldn't wait out there that long. 30 seconds is 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 15 is 15. Yeah. No matter. So, yeah. And then he was acting the fool. But you know what? We ain't here to talk about Xavier. I see turn again, okay? Y'all just know he acted the fool. And just know, if you have not seen Black Panther yet, you are truly missing out. It is your black obligation Girl. to go to that AMC. What what other theater is called? Any theater. Marcus Theater, AMC, Cinemax, Cinemark. No, Cinemark. Cinemax is the TV program. But yeah, any theater. You, that is your black obligation. You owe that to your ancestors. Or you going to lose your black heart. You are. Oh, speaking of losing black cards, girl. You know Stacey Dash registered to run for Congress? Don't vote for her. Don't vote for her. Y'all, she's stupid. You remember that Kanye West video? It all falls down. Listen, it all fell out her fucking brain. (laughs) It all fell out her brain. It did. Like, no, I'm so serious. You know. And I did not know if she was Damon Dash's cousin mm-hmm. she two him. ends of the spectrum she don't claim him at all he claimed her but he claimed her to like a limited amount like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> to acknowledge that yeah she disrespected she disrespectful yeah i'm kind of related to her but next question <laughs> i like damon dash actually like he crazy but he a decent kind of crazy did Stop messing with him. Or Kanye West. Which um, one? Which one? No, it was Jay-Z. Um, you know, they started Rockefeller Records. And then, basically, I feel like, if I if I got the story correct, Jay-Z bought him out, basically. Um, but it was more so Damon Dash's before Jay-Z came in. So, that's why they had such rocky terms. Because Damon Dash is like, listen, you didn't know anything about this, you know, record business type of thing. You know, I mean, whatever. He was like, this is really what I was doing. And you learned through me with this particular, like, sector. Clearly, you learned more because how much money Girl, a lot. <laughs> oh, he just came in at $800 million. Um, on Forbes, I think it is. So, and Damon Dash, um, he was on TV talking about some, I'm investing my last million dollars in this. So, real quick, what's your number, Tempest? 
Okay. Um, I have never had a guy ask me that though. Really? Mm-hmm. Never. And when you said it, when you were like, "I want to talk about what's your number," I was like, "What is what is what's your number?" <laughs> and, and I asked you, you was like, "The amount of people that you slept with and all that." So I was like, "Nobody's ever asked me that." So I feel like it was a bigger deal during high school mm-hmm. when people really. Girl, when people were having sex and they wasn't supposed to be having sex, and then people were like, I mean, you just getting started. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> they want to um, know now. But I feel like it's not a big deal for people like in college mm-hmm. because we expect you to go through your whole phase in college, mm-hmm. so it really don't matter. And I feel like as you get older, mm-hmm. people are not really saying about your number. But then I feel like there is this small community. Of raggedy ass niggas, yeah, who are determined, yeah, to tell women who they can and who they cannot. But like I asked you, vagina for. Do you know? Um, do you hear any white men asking these questions? No. Are you in a position to hear white men asking these questions? They not in a position to ask me. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, yeah, and that goes for everybody, like. What's more important, be honest, how many people you have sex with or what's your STD status? Girl, the latter. Because you can literally have sex with one person and then pop up with HIV. Girl, what are you telling Or you can have sex with literally 100 people and be clean. That's true. So I'm trying to figure out why does it matter and why are people so worried about how many people you have had sex with? So... I don't know if black men are really asking white women these questions. And for whatever reason, I don't believe they are. Why not? Just because... I don't know. I just don't feel like they are. I really don't believe they are. Um, how would you react if somebody asked you how many people you asked this with? Is that your business? <laughs> like, I'm not walking around asking dudes how many people they had sex with. You know? Do you think they're going to tell you? I don't know, maybe I should try it. But <laughs> but um cuz at one point dudes having a high number was cool. Oh yeah. Cuz oh my god, you know what you're doing. <laughs> that's a lie too. <laughs> uh, that's a lie too. <laughs> but I mean every woman is different, so saying just cuz you had sex with a lot of different people, you know, you can they satisfy you? That's to be determined. I just See what that tongue do first. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Please get it together. Please. It's a blast in your life. Oh, my God. <laughs> get some class. Mm. I don't know. I feel like women have the right to be sexually fluid and not have to worry about some dusty nigga running up behind her talking about he want her to only have under three sex partners and she 28. That don't make no sense. Where the hell did they come up with this number? Three? Girl, one. Zero. How do you sell your oats with three? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm so serious. Because, I mean, 
Uh, like when guys start having sex, they just want to see like, is it all the same? Is it all different? What is it like? You know, what My can I do? Like that. Exactly. So that don't make no sense because people act like women can't sow their oats. And I feel like everybody should at one point. Like you can't just go in and get married and not know it's out there. Because listen, as the person that I am. I, uh, a bitch gonna need to know. Wow. TMI. <laughs> TMI, girl. Oh my god. Oh my Tibis, god. Whatever. Gross. Gross. Wow. Okay. Yuck. Okay. Uh, okay. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> she said burr. But no, I'm serious though. I feel like if you. I feel like these guys who are asking this are only asking because they number probably high as hell. Girl, and even if it ain't, don't ask me what my number is, okay? You only have the right to ask me what my number is if your name is Michael Bakari Jordan. <laughs> huh? Michael Bakari Jordan. Bakari. You heard me right. Oh. <laughs> you heard me right. But, um. I mean, I feel like it's just a lot of people out here who have the nerve mm-hmm. to ask you some stuff like that. Let me tell you something. These men, they out here with 16 kids. Girl. 18 and- baby mamas. <laughs> a bus coin. Scrubbing it out, huh? A lunchable. <laughs> a lunchable for lunch. And dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An eighth grade reading level. <laughs> A twelfth grade. No, because that means you graduated. A tenth grade <laughs> education. Lips cracked. But you know. Fingernails dirty. Foot fungus. Living with they homeboy on that futon. I really wish a nigga would come to me like that. <laughs> you asked me. <laughs> an air mattress. <laughs> but I really wish anybody in their natural born black life would come up to me and ask me how many sexual partners that I've had. Because my first response is going to be, bitch, get out of my face. <laughs> and then my second response is going to be, walking away. Peace up, eight town down. <laughs> okay, she flipped motherfuckers off here. Uh, so be careful. Um, No, but yeah, I agree. I do. I don't know enough about it, though. So, I just, I've never been asked that. I've been saved. Like, I feel like my sexual experiences are nobody's business. They're really not. And I don't ask nobody about their business. And you really shouldn't. Yeah. All, all I want to know is nothing. Don't tell me nothing. I just want to know about the STDs. Homegirl, holla at you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> But this is a good question. 
When you ask about STDs, do you go on their word or do you expect them to go get a fresh test? With a date and a signature, all that. Okay, here's the thing. How serious are you with this person? Because you can have a one night stand. You go ask that person pull out the STD records and you just coming back from the club and you trying to get your itch scratched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like that's a really good question. When it comes time, like, if you've known this person or anything like that, or you've been in a relationship, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, maybe now's the time, do you ex- do you trust him, or you get that test? I don't know. I don't know either. Let us know what y'all think. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know what y'all think. I really want to know how other people approach this. Yeah, me too. Um, and then, girl, <laughs> <laughs> the wage gap. Priorities. Didn't we come across this because somebody was talking about how Chadwick Boseman? Mm-hmm. He was only paid about eight hundred and three dollars for Black Panther. Eight hundred three thousand dollars. What? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I said that right. Shut up. You said eight hundred and three dollars. Eight hundred three thousand mm-hmm. dollars to do Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And the person on my page is like, "Oh, you can't compare him to Robert Downey Jr. and you can't compare him to all these people." But he wasn't worth a million, even one million, really. Like. And I feel like Robert Downey Jr. is really not that great of an actor. I've never watched Iron Man. Ever. Girl, my nephews were obsessed with it. I've watched them multiple times and they're all trash. I tried to watch the first one and I thought it was boring. It was. It is. (laughs) But listen, when those cute little babies say, can you watch it with me? You gonna watch it with them. But, um... No, and then the my coworker had the audacity, or my old coworker, had the audacity to say, "Well, Iron Man was a flawless movie. There are a lot of flaws in Black Panther. I'm need you to stop it." What is a flaw that's in Black Panther? I don't know. I asked him. Couldn't answer. He's oh, there are a lot. Like, make me a list. I still don't got one. but yeah it's about and then i said well it's um quickly approaching the avenger series which is marvel's biggest series um or chain of movies or whatever you want to call it and um he's like oh that's just because um there's a movement whenever there's a movement tied to a movie you really can't go off like is there really movement just black people loving themselves, girl, listen. But um, does there really have to be a caveat to every ounce of success black people have? Like, why do you have to have a reason that black He's like, why do you have to have a reason that Black Panther is successful right now? Uh, he has to give a reason saying, oh, anytime something is, it's just, it, like, why? 
Yeah. It's making the money. Numbers don't lie. And he's like, oh, you know, what's really going to matter is if Black Panther 2 is going to do well. Like, no. Black Panther did wonderfully. Black Panther is the number 10 highest gross movie ever. Amen. Give me some, girl. And we are vastly approaching number 9 spot because it's only 3 million off. And you know what? This weekend, God willing, I'll give y'all another $60. (laughs) (laughs) But to answer his question, Black Panther 2 is going to do... Astronomically better. Exactly. Exactly. Just y'all make sure let's show up and show out. We are. Because first of all, that movie was excellent. Yeah, and and it's all merit. It was great. I have not heard anybody say anything negative about Black Panther except for that Donald Trump shit. Update, honey. So, it's past Avengers Age of Ultron, and it is less or a little bit over $100 million to pass the Marvel's Avenger, the Avengers. So, um, yeah, that movie did great in its own right. So, whenever the nine? Well, I'm just talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay. Because that's what a lot of people who are comic book fanatics, that's what they're really talking about. Not overall. I'm but um, about Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but that was their best movie to date. The um, Avengers. The pay, the pay gap. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Robert Downey Jr., Jr. I think, was paid like $40 million for one of the Iron Man movies. $40 uh-huh. million? Dollars. Yeah, yeah. And Chadwick was paid $800,000? Mm-hmm. This is, a, this is literally like a legitimate problem. And I think a lot of people aren't even made aware or even educated that there is. A problem with the pay gap and a lot of companies depending on where oh I'm sorry he's demanding 40 million for the upcoming upcoming Captain America Civil War um, but still he yeah he's he's being paid to do nothing mm-hmm. does he even have a superpower or is it um, suit? no it's a suit mm-hmm. he's smart He's an intelligent person, and he owns a so company, so he was able to, huh? So is Shuri. <laughs> she shall live. <laughs> oh, my God, it made me so happy that not only was she black, but she was a woman, and she was so technologically advanced. It it just, it was beautiful. And in the movie, she's depicted as a teenager, too. Is she? Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go, girl. <laughs> you go, girl. But like I was saying, the pay gap is real. And I think a lot of companies are trying to close the gap by being more transparent about how they pay men and women. But beyond that, there's a pay gap between the races. Oh my well. god, yes. And it's literally ridiculous. So, we all know. Well, I mean, this is more in your sphere. Um, but I was so surprised. Yeah, so, white men are the highest paid group of people in America. So, from that, we're going to say white men are paid for every dollar that white men are paid. Women are paid 80% of that. 
So women get paid 80% or 80 cent on the dollar to white men. Beyond that, Asian women are paid 87 cents on the dollar to white men. Black women are paid 63 cents to the dollar for white men. So Hispanic women are paid 54 cents on the dollar to white men. Mm-hmm. So when we look at that, what are we thinking? What are we doing? And how are companies bridging that pay gap for us? Because like we said last time, black women are the most educated group in America right now. Mm-hmm. So why is our pay gap so low? Why are we only getting paid 63 cents on the dollar to men? If you look at it in a bigger term, if white men make $100,000, black women are going to make $63,000. In the same position. In the same position, doing the exact same thing. Probably better. education. And that just, that just shows you what you grew up hearing, what your mama told you, you got to work twice as hard to get half of what they got. That is proof. We are only making 63 <laughs> cents on the dollar to men two white men just thinking about it though i don't know i really have an issue because of more so the gap between white women and black women like i feel like we can stand together and get it done but i really don't think that it's gonna happen that way at all why you think so I mean, historically, black women have been left behind, no matter how involved they are. Yeah, but I feel like I think a white woman would reach her hand out to help a black woman before a white man in corporate America. Shit. Or a black man at that. Which is sad and unfortunate, but. I really do. I really do think that. Yeah, but white women make more than black men. I know. But <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, they are so... I feel... Okay, this is my personal opinion. Well, here, here's my, my thinking behind that. Like, no... No matter how much more experience... Or how much more educated that we are than any other group in America right now, we are still behind in some way, shape, or form. That's why we cannot bridge that gap, and that's why we. Black woman? Yeah. I can see that. I mean, I can see it as in. I'm saying for everybody behind. Oh, women? No. For every black and black woman and man, Mm -hmm. we are still behind. Right. Because basically based on our our disadvantages and like going back to how we were in school. So when we graduated, we Mm -hmm. had to go look for a job. When other races graduated, if they didn't find a job, they had something to fall back on. 
their parents' business? How many sure. black people do you know can fall back on their parents' businesses and actually go learn something? That's why we're behind. Because while we were searching for an internship and probably didn't get one that year or that summer that we needed one, they other races were going back home working for their family business and calling that shit an internship shit. And really it was. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I mean. And really it was because they were learning the ins and outs of the business. They were learning what they wanted to do when they graduated. So no matter how hard we work, we are still behind. And they need to figure out a way. I can see that. To get us on equal and what you're saying is exactly the same thing but I remember you know in high school and I went to a private school so you know there were families who had like a lot of money um and this guy he's like yeah my um you know my father is like a he's like a landscaper almost like he had a building and a business and all that stuff he's like I basically got money from my dad to start my own sector away from it but it's on the same land and I'm like could I do something like that but then you know I go home and like well what money here how you gonna how what what are you gonna set up like honestly we don't know we don't we don't own businesses like that what are you gonna do we don't know anything about these businesses so what are you what you gonna do start your own well I understand but with what money You know how many... Well, I'm, I'm talking about I went home while I was in high school. Wanted to figure something out. So, but yeah. I mean, it's your job to figure it out regardless. I understand. I'm just saying how things I'm are handed. I'm just saying how people think it's your job to figure it out. It's not their job. It's not their problem. They figured it out. Oh, you're talking about white people. Okay, because I'm about to say, like, my mom would help me. It's just she don't know how. Okay. um, <laughs> But, yeah, they get things handed to them, and they don't even acknowledge it. What? You are driving me crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, they don't even want to acknowledge all of the things that they have been given. And all of the things that black people don't even have access to. They want to completely disregard that and say, like, pull up your bootstraps. And, you know, a person told me once before, well, yeah, that's the way of America. And I'm like, and this was in a rap song. It's not my idea or my thought, but it's like, how can you tell somebody to pull up their bootstraps if they don't even have a boot? Who said that? I don't know, girl. I need to find out. Because it was was phenomenal. But, you know, and I'm looking at this former police officer asking him, like, where are the boots for black people? Mm -hmm. And he's just sitting there like, I don't know. What am I going to do about it? Exactly. I'm still concerned about my taxes and getting health care, you know? I'm still concerned about my reparations. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I need them all I don't know I don't know what's going to happen I don't know what we're going to do but this just goes to show you black women please please go see black Google oh. what is the median 
salary for the job that you are applying for and don't ask for nothing lower than it. You ask for that and higher, 5000 higher. So it's a medium. Amen. If the medium salary for that job is $40,000, you request forty to 45000 and don't settle at 40000 I don't care what level of experience that you have. If you are entry level and they want you, they're going to give you what you're asking for. But I mean, when they um, offer the job to you, is that when, when do you do that? Because a lot of people don't know. So you don't ever talk about salary until you are offered the position. But I do take that back. So... A lot of companies want to be upfront about salary and what they are paying for the position. Mm -hmm. So I know I was asked before we get started, I want to know what are you looking to make? Yeah, a lot of they ask me that all the time. And you can say, because this is what I was taught in school, I would like to say that for the end because I want to know what I'm getting out of your company or what if if your company is going to be a fit for me as well. But if you are comfortable doing that, you can do that. But I would recommend knowing what the median um, salary is for that job. Base it off that. Base it off of the company that you're working for. So if it's a nonprofit, they're obviously going to pay you less because they just don't have the money like that. But if it's a for-profit business, you state that, answer, and then go 5000 higher. So, if it's again forty thousand dollars, you say forty to forty-five, mm-hmm. and they're either going to tell you, "Okay, yeah, we can do that," or "So this job is offering this amount." But even if it's offering you lower, um, and you want the job, go for the highest that they're offering. Right. But don't don't settle too much. Yeah, and women feel like you know. I feel like women feel more like I should just be grateful. Girl. That I'm being offered a position or something like that. They should be grateful that you are accepting the position. (laughs) Or you are even interviewing for the position. A lot of companies really act like they have people lined up out the door trying to interview with them. Which I'm not saying no company is because I'm pretty sure Apple got it popping. I'm pretty sure Nike got it popping. I know for a fact Disney got it popping. Girl. But not all these regular schmegular companies got it popping like that. Mm-hmm. So they should be grateful that you are even applying or even looking at their company. Just as much as they are interviewing you for that position, you need to be interviewing them for that job. You need to make sure that you are able to fit there culturally. You don't want to be somewhere that you're miserable. And people can sure trick the hell out of you. Let me tell you. So that's for a walkthrough. So you know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> Girl. But don't settle. Do not settle women. Don't settle black women. You literally have to know what you need and what you're asking for before you get started in the process. Because they will scan your ass. So I'm sure we've heard what happened in Parkwood, Florida, with a former student coming and murdering 17 other students. And he was peacefully escorted 
to the police car. After he murdered 17 students. Kids in school learning. So, I don't know where I was when I first heard this, but I know where I was when I first watched the video. So, one of the students took a Snapchat video of it, mm-hmm. and it was on yeah, social so. media. And all I heard were gunshots and the kids in there screaming. I was in tears because that is scary to watch. That's scary to watch. And I think the second video I saw was it were kids crying against the wall. And there were at least three dead bodies on the floor. That was tragic. That was traumatic in that moment. So imagine having to live in that moment. Right. That's scarring. It really is. It is. And they just went back to school, I think, last week. Did they? Last week or this... Yesterday. It's been a long week. But it's only Tuesday. (laughs) It's been a long week. But I know one of the big concerns surrounding this shooting, and then there was just another one at a middle school? Yeah. It was just another one at a middle school. Yeah, a kid came and brought a gun and killed himself in front of his... Peers. Yeah, so the biggest concern has been surrounded by the NRA and what Girl. we plan to do with gun laws. But before we get to that, I just want to talk about how the media and the other people have been handling the situation with him. It's actually it's absolutely disrespectful, especially Fox, because that's who I went to first. Why would you go to that racist ass? Because it's racist, and I wanted to see how they aired it, how they spoke about it. They humanized him. Like I and I'm and I'm and I was so confused, and I wanted I went there deliberately because I knew um, I knew in my soul that in some way, shape, or form, they would take the heat off this kid and now they're trying to say like oh he was depressed and oh, oh his he mental was, health issues his me, mom died last year girl, like no let me tell you something and then this was also something i saw on my social media and i had to chime in on it and i really don't even chime in on a lot of shit because y'all ignorant as hell and i ain't got time to be arguing with y'all but one thing that i saw were people trying to defend him and saying Oh, he had mental health issues. We should talk about mental health instead of Guns. what he did to those kids. And y'all, you parents should teach your kids not to bully. And then maybe we can keep our guns. First of all, fuck you and fuck them damn guns. Because honestly, if it were their kid, it would be a completely different tune. Completely different. And then if he were black, it would be about policing black neighborhoods more. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you want to talk about mental health issues, but... You Fine, get... let's talk about mental health issues. That needs to be addressed. But yeah. I don't care how unstable mentally this child was. But the thing it is... It does not negate the fact that he went into that school. He was expelled. He wasn't even supposed to be on property. Open gunfire and killed 17 people but mental health people who have mental health issues are much less likely to become violent 
you're depressed, you're more likely to kill yourself than you are to kill people around you. Ooh. You're schizophrenic. You're, you, like, I mean, harmless. There are so few, um, like, incidents with people who have schizophrenia or something like that for them to go and intentionally harm people. So that mental health issue stuff, that's a bunch of BS. That's a bunch of also also I don't like them trying to connect that because then you actually have people who are gonna look at somebody who's mentally ill and believe what you're telling them and treat them differently. There are a lot of Americans, a lot of people worldwide who are dealing with mental health issues. And you don't see them getting violent. At all. You don't see them mass murdering people. So we can cut that shit out. Talking about, oh, he had mental health issues. Fuck his mental health issues, to be quite honest. I don't think they exist. He can rot in hell. He can rot in that jail cell and I'll two-step to that bitch. And actually, um, just thinking about it, there were actually a handful of students who lost their parents in high school. But none of them, like in my high school, this one girl, she lost her mom and her dad within a year. But did you see her coming up, shooting at school? No. Mm. Talking about some mental health issues, please. And then let's talk about this bullying thing, too. So, I, Yeah, where do you stand on that? I am completely and totally anti-bullying. I think if there is bullying, he needs to get his ass beat. Um, he needs to face repercussions. Y'all might even need to lock him up in a jail cell for a couple of days. That's how I feel about it. I am seriously and totally so anti-bullying. It does not, you can't, you can't imagine. But here's the thing as well. I've witnessed people be bullied. Bullying sucks. Bullying is tragic. I don't believe that anyone should be bullied if he was bullied. Sorry for him, but again, it's still fuck you. It didn't even seem like he was bullied, but more so ignored. Could have been. But, again, I feel like that's an excuse being used mm-hmm. as to why they should keep but their precious guns. But that's what they're guns. doing. They and it's them. not even about their precious guns, because he's going to get off. It's about their constitutional rights. That little stringy-ass, trifling-ass piece of paper that their ancestors wrote when they had slaves. Girl. That was for them, but not for us. Were you ever bullied? Mm-hmm. You were? Yep. Mm-hmm. Tragic. <laughs> How old were you? Um, through high school. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that was the worst. I don't think I was necessarily in elementary. I don't think anybody's really bullied in elementary. I was. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, middle school was weird elementary and middle elementary is where i got it most middle it kind of started to taper off because i started fighting and then high school um i went to a private school so it there was none there i they, went to a private school for a semester that was the worst time of my life <laughs> i tell yeah. you public schools are so much better educationally than private schools i listen i went to a private school mm-hmm Again, for a semester. When I first got there, she wanted me to write an essay to see where I fit in with the class because I was like in this advanced class. Mm-hmm. 
And she's like, oh my god, this is so great. You did like the best out of the class. The girl, first of all, I wasn't trying. And second of all, I gotta get the hell up out of here because I knew that essay was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, hold on. I think I take that back because I was I was starting to be bullied. I was bullied in first grade. But I'm more so talking about when I moved to the suburbs. I moved to the suburbs in second grade, and I was bullied. And then around fifth or sixth grade, I started fighting back. And then middle school, I started fighting back. And then they, like, middle school, they kind of stopped bothering me so much. Okay, that's the truth. There you go. I had to think about it for a second. But, um, yeah, I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know because... I ain't got no kids, so I don't know about no bullying. Because, I mean. I would fuck somebody up if they bullied my kids. Yeah. That's why I don't think I'm supposed to have kids. Because <laughs> you're going to go to jail. Girl, I can't even act with Riley. That's her puppy. <laughs> It really is. She really came because she was looking at me like I tried to murder her dog. She did I try would... to murder my dog. In Dick Sporting Goods? Side note. No, at the vet. Okay, Tempest, listen. That was an accident. Side note. Um, I went to the vet, right? And my dog was on that little table. And he, Kiara made him fall off. And he was hanging by his neck from the leash. He was literally clinging for life. For about five seconds. Back to this man in uh, Parkwood. Yeah. So weren't they trying to try him as um, an adult? No, as a kid. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but my rebuttal to that is that man's grown. He was grown enough to buy that damn gun. Let his ass rot in jail. I want him. Didn't he get the gun from the people he was staying with? No, he bought that gun from Dick's Sporting Goods. He did? Yeah. Oh. That's why Dick's came out and said that they're not going to be selling um, AR assault rifles in their store somewhere. Good. Yeah. But you know, Walmart not going to do that shit. Girl, if Target sold guns, they wouldn't do it either. Man, we ain't getting on that today. No. <laughs> but what was I saying? Um, so I yeah. I don't know if they're trying to try him as an adult or not. I think that they were looking at trying not to try him as an adult or trying to get him to be tried under the mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how people see see it or see it as necessary to keep these kids who are going into these schools shooting like under this this little safety net like they need to be coddled because oh my god you made a mistake killing innocent kids and then killing innocent faculty members is not a mistake speaking of faculty members why do you why 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 and i'm gonna say republicans because i haven't heard any democrats talk about like agree with this why would you think solving a gun issue makes like adding more guns to the problem will make it better are you talking about arming teachers yes why do you why would anybody like you really want these guns so I'm trying to figure out why they want to arm teachers so that when when I was in high school, 
we didn't even have enough money for paper. Amen. Like I, we literally, if we had a work assignment, she yep. would cop. She was um, have twenty three copies or thirty copies of that sheet, and she would use them for every class. And she would tell you, any teacher would tell you, do not write on this paper. Mm-hmm. Copy it down on your own piece of paper. Right. So y'all can give money to supply for guns, but you cannot give money for school supplies. Not even supply for guns, but supply the training. How much training goes into a person being able to carry guns, let alone carry guns in a school? And what if that teacher doesn't want to carry the gun in a school? What do you think so? And then how do you choose a qualified, a quote-unquote qualified teacher? I don't know, because I feel like a lot of teachers aren't unqualified. Yeah. Especially to carry a gun around. But the thing is, these teachers are not going to colleges learning about Guns. Guns and that type that of safety. Cheap. They First off, they need more training in how to get these students to pay excel. Attention. Yeah, pay attention and excel more in school. Focus on inner cities. You know what I mean? Get, like, I don't want to say, like, I mean, I, I, I do want to say get rid of the guns and let's move on. But, I mean, there has to be some kind of regulation. I don't even want to get rid of the guns. Just get stricter gun laws. Yeah. In, I don't know what I was looking at, but some countries you have to go through 13 steps to get a gun, to be able to Mm -hmm. pay for a gun. Here you pass background check and then you can buy a gun. Yeah. And there was this show um, of this guy going to um, just test out how hard it would be for him to get a, um, a gun. And the questions that were asked, were so remedial and then they had the audacity to help that's not funny had the audacity to help answer the questions that's not funny it's not funny at all and i feel like it's so disrespectful because i don't pay that much in taxes but what am i paying (laughs) you for (laughs) god save me but what am I paying them to do? Like, I expect to be safe. What are you paying who to do? The government. Girl, what you paying the police to do? Didn't you see that story about that police officer who was too scared to run into that school and help? Yes. Kids? Yes. Girl. You know. Uh, you know, be scared all you want to, but maybe you in the wrong profession. You so you so scared of a um who was that guy? He was mentally he was really mentally ill. He told him stop, stop. He told him stop a couple times. Um, and I can name a couple more people for you. Yeah. Eric Gardner. Girl. Alton Sterling. Tamir Rice. Mike Brown. Which one what's his name that was just sitting in the car? Philando Castile. There you go. That's a perfect example. This man this- is sitting in a car with his Daughter he with his had daughter, a license to carry. But why shoot first? It's not like he's holding the gun up to you. He's in a car with his child, and you just and his shoot first and ask questions later. Are you serious? And like and he sat there with gun still pointing at him while this man is leaned over fighting for his life. You got to be crazy. Yeah. That 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 is ridiculous. But you scared to walk into a school? Just go shoot his ass. 
Girl, he is intentionally hurting other people, but you suffocate Eric Gardner for selling loose cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. And um, for sitting outside of a store selling CDs, that little baby Tamir for holding a little plastic play gun that that was a 12 year old child that you buy at the dollar store. And people, I hope nobody asks, Why do you have a toy gun? Because bitch, they sell them at the dollar store, exactly. They're water guns, like really. And you so scared. To walk, cause you just don't want to kill one of your own. Are you freaking kidding me? Mm, girl, I ain't got nothing nice to say. I don't either. And it—it's crazy how they look at us like the predators. But name one—they're the person. ones hunting us down in the middle of the street. Yes, and name one black person who has committed a mass shooting. Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> stop laughing so hard but yes great great question i'm i'm just trying to figure out what what have we done to be predators we black what have we done to be made feel like this we were born we we okay we were born we were born in africa next next (laughs) i'm giving you white people answers okay tempest oh but you live here now we didn't ask we didn't ask for that Go back to Africa. Absolutely not, because we built this motherfucker. Exactly. For free. Girl. And I'm still waiting on my reparations. I'm so pissed. I'm really mad about that farm. All farming. I want is my 40 acres. You ain't even got to give me no mule. Do you know how know much black people do. could do with 40 acres? Girl, don't ask me what I could do, because I don't know. But let me tell you, I'm going to figure it out. I don't even need a mule, girl. At this point, just give me <laughs> my 40 acres. I'll yeah. figure something out. But... The amount that, because at the time, black people were still, they still had farming skills. So if you gave them that land, do you know how much they could have done with that land? You're and then going back came over and, like, oh, and burned all that shit? I understand. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying. We didn't mean to. And black people wasn't educated, so we wouldn't even know. Oh, well, yeah. I understand that. But um, there would at least be more black farmers. Girl, every time black people have tried to succeed after all of the negativity that has been inflicted on us, there has been some way, shape, or form that they have come back and snatched our shit. Yeah. We was living peacefully in Africa, doing our tribe dances. Girl, some parts. You can't believe <laughs> Y'all like, little yeah. tribe dances. They came over and took us. Then slavery ended. We was in the period of reconstruction. Hold on. Air quotes. Air quotes. But we did make a lot of strides. That's why segregation began. Yeah. But I mean, it's... During segregation. Oh, black people were doing too good. The new Jim Crow laws. And then you know slavery didn't technically end until like 1950 or 1940. There was still the law to end slavery. I like, feel like I've heard this and I don't know exactly what it was. It was in the book, The New Jump Pro. What page? Oh, God, we'll talk about it later. But literally, there was a man who had a slave and somebody sued him 
for him being a slave still. This was literally in the 1940s or 1950s. I cannot remember. And they went to court. And the man who had the slave, he won. Because in the way that the law was written, mm-hmm. it still meant technically that slavery still existed. Hell, we still in slavery today. Look at mass incarceration. Black people make up 6.5% or black men is black men or black people period make up 6.5% mm-hmm. of the population yet 40% of black men are incarcerated right now. 40% of incarcerated men are black are made up of black people. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like, because I know that's not, this isn't necessarily like your forte, but I like to talk talk to white people about this to hear what they have to say. And when I mentioned one time, um, like, you know, people are still taking things away from us today. And they're like, oh, my goodness, absolutely not. What are you like? What are they taking from you? Freedom? <laughs> she fainted, y'all. <laughs> like a lot access to grocery stores um access to good education like literally we live right down the street from a really really great school and I talked to my sister I'm like you know I looked at this school why wouldn't you send him there why are you trying to pay she's like it's at a school district I'm like are you serious it's literally right down the street all of these zonings and and school districts you know just to keep all of these white children together and then you know let the black children go by themselves you know but that's done intentionally i know that's what i'm saying i'm saying this is what's being taken away from black people um stuff like that it's is is it's just despicable it's so sad it's so sad and then um i was watching a video and somebody's like, you know, why, you know, why, well, it's like, why can't black students learn in their schools and all this stuff? And then, um, you know, it it's stressful to grow up in a lot of the conditions that black people are forced to grow up in. Essentially, what I'm saying is that there are a lot of things being taken away from black people and white people just do not want it acknowledge it or admit it any way shape in any way shape or form yeah that's true I remember when I did a project my last semester and I asked do you believe in white privilege to 22 white people two Hispanics and one black girl you know who answered that question First, a white man raised his hand and he said, what is white privilege? Mm. I kindly answered that question to the best of my abilities. And then who answered the question for us, a black girl? Mm -hmm. So it's privilege and it's willful ignorance. That's beautiful. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) But that's the world we live in. It is. It's tragic. It's trash. That you gotta fight if you wanna make it anywhere. That's true. You gotta fight like him. 
Okay, well, we're going to wrap it up this time. Um, we got a listener's question, which is how we're going to end it. So make sure you send in your questions um, or comments or whatever, and we can respond and talk about them a little bit. Um, I was talking to my sister, and she's just like, why don't y'all like Cardi B? Gross. And, you know, I really gave it some thought. And I like I mean I still follow Cardi B on Instagram. Go ahead. Ain't got nothing to say. You wanna say gross? No. Okay. Um, I still follow her on Instagram, you know, it's all fine and dandy and stuff. And I thought about it and I just really more so have an issue with her receiving accolades in a field that was created by black people. And I feel like there are Okay, but... A couple me, female okay. rappers who could get that. Let me make a comment. What about all the people? Well, Cardi B is black. She just admitted that she was black. And the fact that it seems more like an admission than, um, like, a statement of, you know, being proud, stuff like that. It just... I don't know. I mean, I'm let y'all know I'm black. You can tell. Well, you can tell I'm black, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, and also, you know, you don't really care for Chance the Rapper. No. And because I don't care for his music. But didn't you just like him because um, you feel like J Cole should have gotten music? Oh well, I guess it's music then. I don't, you know. And I was just comparing because it's not Chance the Rapper's fault that he won three Grammys. And it's not Cardi B's fault that she reached number one on a remix song um, by her lonesome. So, I mean, I guess I can't really blame her. She hit number one. Yeah. What did I say? And then she quickly fell back to whatever number she was at. (laughs) I'm serious. Yeah, but um, it's not her fault. And, I mean, that's really Let me tell y'all why I don't like Cardi B. <sighs> now, I do think Homegirl is funny. She's hilarious. She is. Uh, I mean, she is the hood rat that I always wanted to be. But I don't have it in me to be a hood rat. I mean, and, you really can't. And that's no disrespect to the hood rats out there because I love y'all. Y'all are for the culture, for real. I, <laughs> I love y'all, I for real. I cannot stand you voice. in this tempest <laughs> I do. I really do. I, I love like, us for real. Girl, I feel like if I could have been a hood rat, I would have been. Hood rats are what make black culture black culture. But. Shout out, Sharon. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. That's a joke. <laughs> but this is why I don't like Cardi B. Cardi B gets a lot of leeway that she does. other black women don't get. And if we gonna go with that, oh, Cardi B's black, then why isn't Cardi B held to the same standards that other black women are held to? And I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but I'm gonna repeat myself. What black, if Lupita Nyong'o, oh, beautiful, this beautiful dark-skinned black woman was on the red carpet and she said, I got butterflies. In my vagina. How do you think the world would have reacted? I swear to God, I cannot believe she said that. But then I couldn't believe that the interviewer allowed it. Because I feel like if she were black, 
She would hella get the side eye. Well, she is black, but she's light-skinned. I mean, okay. And that goes to colorism as well. But I feel like that's a whole other conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do want to touch on this about the topic. We got to stop with this narrative that light-skinned women are dumb and light-skinned women are fragile. Is that a thing? Yes. And they can be controlled more easily. Okay, I, I know that's the thing. Than dark-skinned women. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, that's disrespectful. My mother is light-skinned. My mother is far from dumb. <laughs> My mother is far from fragile. And homegirl cannot be controlled. Yeah, I feel like there is like this real rigid stereotype. Because I'm dark-skinned. About dark-skinned women. Huh? Okay. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute, friend. Keep going. Um, <laughs> like, black, dark women cannot be gentle or, you know, caring toward but anybody. Gentle is for puppies. What? This is a woman. You are a human being. You are not obligated to be gentle. Gentle is a I understand. A man. A I understand. No, I'm just saying to... in general. Well, this is what I'm commenting on. And this is why I'm mad about the Oh. <laughs> Who do you need to be gentle for? A man? Why does a man need you to be gentle for him? Men don't need to be coddled. Y'all are grown. Mm-hmm. Learn how to survive on your own. And then get a woman. And those you. types of comments are more placed on dark black women. You get know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And... um that's part of the reason i feel like there is a greater reason why black men are flocking to white women and as you said that's a whole different conversation but i feel like that's also the reason why there is this sad preference for lighter women over darker women because we don't tell your ass to get your shit together we're not about to baby you but then i don't feel like that's necessarily true you know what i'm saying i feel like there are a lot of gentle dark women ain't none of them in my immediate family but (laughs) but they are out there and i've met a lot of soft-spoken just very gentle black dark women and i just don't appreciate stereotype and i've met a lot of outspoken light women have you hell i think i'm light i feel like i've made a did you say light skin or white did you say white women no i said light okay okay yeah okay i was about to say you've met a lot of outspoken white women with it i am very brown okay (laughs) i tried to be she called me with a hint of uh a hint of milk (laughs) girl in the in the 20s in literature girl they had all types of descriptions of how your skin tone is pigmented Back to what I was saying. <laughs> and that was one of them. I'm super outspoken, though. I don't take a lot of shit. I'm going to tell you to get out of my face and talk mm-hmm. to God. You are? And don't talk to me. You would do that shit before I would. Yeah. So when, You do that shit before I do. I, <laughs> I Like, I, I'll look at a person sideways. But she going to tell you. So that that whole stereotype is invalid, null and void. Let's get rid of it. And if we are 
going to hold black women up to a certain kind of standard, let's hold all of us up to a certain kind of standard. True. Let's not be lenient more towards someone else. Yeah. I mean. But that's to answer your question. It is. There are a lot of. question for you guys, though. What's the question? Oh, okay. Um, would you prefer, or Where is it better? Let's get the context. Um, so we are both um, reading the miseducation of the Negro. The miseducated Negro. The miseducated Negro, and um, in the in the book, he asks the question of um, whether or not it's better or worse to be miseducated or uneducated is is there a preference would you prefer to be miseducated or uneducated because well, i sure don't know <laughs> all right y'all let us know facebook us twitter us instagram us like comment share amen <laughs> tell us what you think we love y'all for real See you next time. Bye. She's 24.